What is up, you sexy bastards? <laughs> it's your boy Pennies, aka Rabbi Can't Lose, aka Noah Kagan. Today, I am sharing behind the scenes, never released before, of our teammate handbook. Now, this is one of the operating manuals of how we run an over $80 million a year business. It was directly inspired by Netflix. They had the culture handbook. I think it was like 170-ish slides. Also, they have a great book, No Rules by Reed Hastings. It's an amazing book. At AppSumo, this is one of the essential things about how we run our business. Now, I used to ignore this stuff, so I didn't tell it. They had these things on the walls. Integrity, excellence, dedication. And I was like, shut up. Let me just get to work and make money. And especially a million-dollar weekend, which, by the way, if you have not gotten million-dollar weekend, the book is a New York Times bestseller. People are going crazy for it. I literally just had a guy message me, said, in two years, I haven't done nothing. And this weekend, I've already made $500 in sales. Change your life this weekend. Go grab the book at milliondollarweekend.com. And if you've gotten the book and you've loved it, just right now on Audible, Goodreads, or Amazon, please leave a review. It really means the world to me if you can go leave a review on one of those places. So some of the things we're going to talk about in the Culture Handbook, number one, how do we approach money at our company? Number two, how do we approach experiments? Number three, how should we interact with others? Feedback, things of that nature. There's going to be a lot of really massive ear nuggets. You're going to have some thick earwax coming out of this episode today. If you enjoyed this sneak peek behind the scenes of how we run appsumo.com, go back and check out the episode 307. It was one of our twas this week at AppSumo episodes. That was an experiment exploring a week inside AppSumo. There's a plenty more golden nuggets for your eardrums right in that feed. Also, a special pre-show shout out to listener Martin Koss. Uh, the thing I love about Noah is that he clearly wants to help everyone to succeed and creates content to do just that. A variety of business subjects sprinkled with deeply honest life stuff with all without taking himself too seriously. True. This podcast is worth every minute. Martin, I love you, man. And thank you, every other one of you gorgeous listeners. If you have one minute today, can you go on Spotify or iTunes, click five stars, leave a review. I check every single one of them and I will shout you out in a future episode. Let's get it on. A lot of people are just getting started, but if you've got five or 10 people, how do people operate? And how do you scale yourself? I mean, you can't teach every single person one by one. So you have to start creating principles or frameworks so that people know how to operate when no one's looking, when someone new starts, or eventually maybe Noah goes to another planet and people need to know, hey, how does the community or this business operate? So first off, what the heck is a teammate handbook? It's called How to Be Successful at AppSumo. We also have a separate handbook called Our Mom. It's our master operating principles, and that is more directly business related. Next up, what the heck is culture? It's what it's like to actually work here. But I think it's even more than that. Culture is how to behave when no one is looking. And there's really two interesting things about culture. There's the culture you write. We're honest. We have ethics. We are integrity. And then there's the culture that actually happens. And I think that's the part that people don't really talk about or they don't really understand. And I think it's good to blend the both, which the way we like to approach this is we have what we like it to be, we have how people operate, and then we keep revising it. It is a living document. It should not be a cemetery. It's a document that keeps operating and gets updated on an annual basis. So shout out to the design team and Anna Nataria, our chief of staff and head of people who really helped drive this project home. And it's been something we've worked on for years now. What is AppSumo? And again, I'm sharing how we do it. So this is stuff you should be thinking about. How does this apply in your own business? AppSumo is here to help you live a dream life true. That's the only way we can change the lives of our partners and customers. At AppSumo, I want everyone to live a dope life. 
I don't want people to hate their Mondays. And if you want something changed at the company, you can do it. Now, I think in a different businesses, it's about change the world and all that stuff. But I'm like, well, if everyone here hates their jobs and we're not living awesome lives, like that's pretty hard to do. So this is the first slide that we really show for everyone at the company. Next up is our core values. These are things that have taken probably about 10 years, but it's to think about in a broad stroke. If you had to summarize a lot of what we're gonna talk about in the handbook today, what are the real main ones that matter? First off, keep Sumo hungry. So this is just like getting shit done. It is very easy as you get bigger or you have money, you're like, oh, I'll throw money at that. Or, oh, let me just not do it scrappy. Let me go very expensive and hire some expensive agency. So keeping Sumo hungry is getting shit done, being resourceful. And these are all summaries of what things are gonna come in the rest of our culture handbook or the way, the AppSumo way, as I like to call it. Next up is keep Sumo humble. So yeah, you should make more money as people hear about you. It's still good to think about team first. And all these I'm gonna break down and talk about more in later parts of this episode. Root for the underdogs. Feedback is a gift. And then keep Sumo weird. This is actually one I'm gonna be working on moving forward, which is never forget the taco. So I think I'm pretty weird. I hope you're a little weird. And it's very easy to get vanilla as people start giving you feedback on different sides. Like, hey, don't have tacos for reviews, it's confusing. Hey, I can't understand these types of words if you're saying the word mid or whatever hipster word people are using these days. And eventually you just get very boring and you sound like ChatGPT. And then you say ChatGPT, make it interesting. And it tries to, but it never is. So how do you simplify and codify the weirdness in your organization? All right, let's get into the actual specific things that are values that we want every single person that's the AppSumo way. First slide is this is your company. So if we had to summarize our entire culture deck into one slide, it would be this. AppSumo belongs to all of us. We hire adults, keyword adults, that we trust to embrace this mindset. We will break this down in a bit, but if you take nothing else away, just remember this. Sometimes in slides and docs and books and all this stuff, there's so much. So just give them one. And a lot of the culture for me, it stemmed from being at Intel and then at Facebook and then at Mint and having founders in the past that we didn't get along. I was like, how do I really want it? I was like, I wanna work with a bunch of adults who treat it like it's their company. So what does that mean? If you see a problem, do something about it, speak up. If you have a solution, see how you can make it happen. If meetings suck, no one group said they wanna be in more Zoom meetings. Lead by example when it comes to show how to spend your time. And in all of our slides, we have examples. So here's one from Emily Yeager. She's our engineering manager. Emily noticed a desire for better interdepartmental collaboration and conversation. She suggested a book club to go through the book Radical Candor. She led club members through the discussions on how to improve their collaboration. Great. So in your culture handbooks, have specific stuff and then show examples reinforcing it. And then we have town halls. So once a month we have a town hall and I have a monthly CEO email. We reinforce now with one slide of the culture deck and an example. As well, when you're doing your hiring, this is what's really important. You can now start using these all over the place. So if you have cultural specifics, you can actually grade people. How well would they do on our culture? You can even go further than that and break it out on every single cultural aspect and rate them. But, or as long as you have one, hey, how they do on culture, I think you're gonna do all right. Next up. Look out for AppSumo and treat it like it's your own. So this is a tough one because everyone can treat things differently. Like some people could be slobs and some people could be clean. So you do have to be mindful not to say, hey, treat it like your own and do whatever hell you want. But really, I want people to believe it's their company because it is. So you always be mindful of this, whether you're interacting with the team, whether you're doing something externally. Like think about if you're at partners and you're getting drunk and behaving 
So when you're treating our budget, treat it like it's your own money. So we don't have unlimited money to spend. Every dollar is earned and reinvested back into the business and the team. If something improves your life and makes you more efficient, we want to invest in it. But consider whether there's a more cost-efficient option. So here's an example from Angelina, who's on our people's team. We had several older Mac computers in our inventory, and Angelina wanted to sell for AppSumo. She could have sold them directly to Apple like we've done in the past. Instead, she searched for a company that paid more. The higher payout allowed us for us to replace department computers proactively rather than reactively. Nice job, Angelina. Test, then invest. Now, I liked the ordering of our slides to be in terms of the, hey, never forget these ones, most important ones to less important ones. And again, we're always cutting and revising this. So test and invest, it's just like our number one goal, which is 56.6 million net revenue, branded. I want people meaning branded like they never forget this. It's on their tuchas. They're like, I'll never forget test and invest. So we want everyone to try new things. In fact, we love failures because they're a great learning moment. But here's the thing. Instead of spending a lot of money on something unknown, how can we find out if it's working quickly for a low cost? Once we can validate our idea on a small scale, then it's time to invest big time. Do you notice we're not saying spend $10? Do you notice we're not saying do it in a weekend? There is a book, Million Dollar Weekend. But we're not trying to give them rules. I don't necessarily like rules and policies. And we talk about that. It's actually a slide that we're gonna get to. We just want people to be thinking, is there a way I can test this before I invest this? And yes, in our master operating manual, which I'll get into in another episode if you like this, we do break down more guardrails. So how long should you be spending? Here's examples of test and invest, but really here, it's about mindsets of your behavior. Here's an example from Max, who is the director of brand, and Sarah Beth, who is a product manager. We noticed our SKU cards. These are the cards when you go to AppSumo.com. In our ads, weren't giving buyers enough context about our products. So we tested creating new SKU cards for AppSumo Originals with copy that gives more context. We saw those perform better, and then we created a process to do this for all SKU cards moving forward. And we've seen an improvement in click-through rate and cost per click in paid ads as a result. Test, then invest. So after you test and invest, what do you do? You double down. Sometimes I feel like I'm like the Seinfeldy guy that just didn't make the cut for the show. It's just like, but we get my own show. Double down. So if something is working, double down on it, meaning go fucking hard. This is what separates us from other companies. When I launched AppSumo, there was other competitors who copied me right away, but they didn't go as hard. They didn't take it as seriously. It was a hobby to them. And this was life for us. This is professional for us. So instead of chasing new things, and guys, this is the most important slide for you, especially if you have a few customers, stop chasing new things, maximize the things we know work. And I'll say this again, by the way, we're not perfect. We share these things and I try to reinforce it over and over and over and over. And if you're hearing your people say stuff like, hey, did you test and invest that? Hey, let's double down. That's when it's working. And you as the leaders of your business and everyone in your business could be a leader, have to repeat it over and over and over. Here's an example of doubling down. Black Friday was our only major sales event for years. I didn't even want to do Black Friday at AppSumo because I thought it encouraged commercialism, but customers want it and the team wanted it. So we tested it and then we invested it. And it's always been a successful time for us. We bring in revenue, new and returning customers. And a couple of years ago, marketing had an idea to create another sales event. Hey, Black Friday works. Maybe we'll try another one. So we tested Sumo Day. So this is what we do. I believe it's gonna be in May or June of this year. And Nick and the marketing team saw that what worked for Black Friday chose to replicate it. Sumo Day was success. And now we do it every single year. There's a lot of days we've tried at AppSumo. We tried different entrepreneur weeks. We tried different holidays. And it doesn't always work. But the ones that work, we try to now double down on. 
And one thing I have to be clear on, doubling down doesn't mean we do it for 1800 days. It's saying each year, and this is what we'll talk in about another slide, how do we make it better and better? But because we noticed Black Friday worked, we tried another one and another one. In April, we have Spring Break launching. That's one of the new ones we're gonna be testing this year. Oh, I love this one. Oh, pay close attention. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. And this is a tough one because we're all taught to color inside the lines. So we're a company of entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. If you wanna see something change, change it. Do not wait around. Sumos make shit happen. They're the kind of people who come to the table with a plan and follow through. They'll tell you if you have kale in your teeth. I don't like kale, I think it tastes bad. In all of our slides, by the way, they have one of those three values, hungry, humble, weird, and this is a hungry one. So ask for forgiveness, not permission to me, is go do it. If you know our goals, if you know how to behave like an adult, if you know this is your company, go do it. And it's how do we not create a culture where people always need permission to do things? Because people don't wanna be told what to do. The best people wanna go do stuff. So encourage them within the destinations, AKA goals that you're setting, people know how to operate and they know they can go do it. Here's an example from Katie who runs our Plus community. The AppSumo Plus team had an idea to run a Plus exclusive flash sale. They set targets of 10 new Plus members and $10,000 in sales and ended with 32 Plus members and $47,000 in sales. This quick project came from an idea the Plus team had and involved marketing, BD, and support. The team communicated their needs, made it happen, gained learnings, and now we do more plus exclusive flash sales. Way to go not ask anyone for permission. I don't know, it's so cool. You just go get shit happening. What is up, y'all? Quick sponsor plug, and I am so excited about the sponsor, and y'all know I have almost zero sponsors because most of the companies that sponsor suck, and I can't really endorse them fully. Today's company, I fully do. It is gusto.com. You can check them out at gusto.com slash Noah. Let them know you came from us. This is so cool that they were excited to get into your earlobes. Now, at appsuma.com, we use, I think, Insperity or some other crappy thing, and I pray to all the Jesus, Jewish, Buddha, Muslim, all the gods that one day we can be on gusto.com. And you can use gusto.com slash Noah. Now, for our smaller team, this is definitely something we're considering for the YouTube team. If you're a one-person or two-person team, if you have HR headaches or you haven't even thought about it, gusto.com slash Noah is probably a thing to go do today get it over with, and then you can actually be like, holy shit, that was awesome, because this is such a nightmare. Trying to get 1099, so if you have contractors, if you get a full-time employee, and good for you, by the way, grant your own company, I'm proud of you. You've been listening to the show and taking action. Doing payroll, it's unbelievable how, it's like, dude, how, how does this help me grow my business? I don't wanna be dealing with this. I wanna be helping customers and kicking ass and drinking lattes or, or orange mocha frappuccinos. So by getting all this stuff set up with gusto.com, uh, you don't have to worry about any of that crap. It is such a headache. We literally at AppSumo have two full-time people because we're not using gusto.com. Why the hell are we not using this shit right away? I'm gonna have to talk to the team. But if you're just getting started, you wanna maybe do 401k, health insurance, a lot of other stuff. If you're hiring people internationally, it's a pain in the tuchus. Go use gusto.com slash Noah. Shout out to them for hooking us up. Default to sharing. Oh, default to sharing. It is your company and you should know how it's run. In order for everyone to make good decisions for AppSumo, we all need to access the same info. That's why our KPI sheet, board notes, monthly business reviews, and budgets are available for all Sumos to view. A lot of people come to work at AppSumo because we're an entrepreneurial bootcamp for entrepreneurs. It's the best way you can ever learn how to grow a business. And I just felt at so many other companies, I was like, what's going on? What's the budget? 
and explain things honestly. One of my favorite books I was just talking about is Maverick by Ricardo Semler. And this is the same thing. He even goes further and lets the team decide their salaries and all the budgets. We're not at that point yet. But I just think, why not share everything with people? So when we have to make cuts, when we're spending money on a team retreat and people are like, holy shit, they spent half a million dollars on this retreat, they understand. Or people have said, hey, could we have a co-working spaces? Yes, we can. But you times 100 people by 400 bucks. Now we're spending 40,000 a month, $500,000 a year. That's less bonus for you. Again, it's not to take away anything. It's to educate and inform. And again, these are the sayings that you need to be hearing, default to sharing. The one thing that I never will share is people's salaries. To me, that is private. I think people should decide if they want to share it themselves. Otherwise, I will not share other people's salaries. I do share mine. I make $250,000 a year. So default to sharing. I love that we share all these things. And everyone in the company can see it. So they're never surprised how things are going. Farm for dissent. So we want you to have room to disagree respectfully with the pinky in the air. What does this mean? I have found the best answers are not the first answer. I generally say, that's a level one answer. Let's go level two. That's a level two answer, go level three. And the best way you get people to get the best answers is ask, what's wrong with this? Someone disagree with it. Because it's so easy for someone like myself, I will tell you, I've been doing this 20 years. Yeah, my answer's right. Here's an example. I said, hey, we should lower our prices. It's too expensive. This is last year. And it was very much like dictatorship and bully. And I didn't encourage people to disagree with me. Who wants to play devil's advocate here? And that's what you can say. Someone play devil's advocate. Sean, why could this be wrong? Let them speak up. Let them challenge it and be open-minded to hearing it. The best things come from getting forged answers, meaning two people, three people, 100 people are fighting on it and then deciding on it. So here's an example from Sean and Jeff. Setting goals. Every year we set our top line goals. We tend to aim high for our revenue goals. However, Sean and Jeff countered with a more moderate goal taking into account team bandwidth and macroeconomic conditions. After several discussions and modeling, we decided to reforecast our current goal with a more conservative growth rate. Pretty damn good. Feedback is a gift. We do not back channel here. So if you guys saw me on the Tim Ferriss episode, it was a great thing. He actually gave me feedback about how I mentioned Million Dollar Weekend too much. By the way, if you have not bought, no, I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> okay, buy it again. I encourage and I ask people almost every single week, can you give me feedback here? What do you think about this? How do you like this? Go and ask for feedback right now. You could text your girlfriend. You could text your partner. You could text your customers. You could text your employees and get feedback how to improve it and you'll get better right away. I do think it tends to be better if you ask for permission to give someone feedback, but make it part of the culture work. We do it twice a year, but as often as you can, you don't have to wait till there's a normal review cycle. Just go ask for it. The other thing that's important that I said here is we do not back channel. When I came back as CEO, there was definitely things where I'd be slacking my partner, Chad, like, oh, this person sucks. And he's like, don't back channel it. I was like, oh shit, that's one of our values. Go to them. Hey, here's what I'm having a problem with. I don't like how these meetings are going. Tell them to their face, do it respectfully, but do not back channel. And we're gonna talk about examples. If you're a leader, you're setting an example. So do not back channel, because what you're saying to someone is that it's okay in this company. Here's an example from Stephanie Yeager. We plan to have a company mandated fun event at a local restaurant. Steph heard there was a walkout due to poor employee treatment. She reached out to the people team because she felt the venue did not align with our core values. The people team listened to her and changed the venue to an even better spot. Great. Limit acronyms. Have you ever seen a presentation that had things like BOD, HJK, QRST, and you felt left out or confused? Yeah, we're not about that life. CHC, confusing acronyms hurt communication. 
There's even one that was in one of these slides that I need to get fixed. It was GMV. Gross merchandising value, I think. It's like the reason I've been so strict about this is that it's exclusionary. So new people have no idea what you're talking about. At Intel, we literally had a dictionary for this. And secondly, things can get miscommunicated because GMV could be one thing for one person and something else for someone else. So that is why I'm very big against acronyms. One thing I'd recommend is don't discipline someone in public if they make a mistake on acronyms. I was doing that in the beginning. Do it in private or do it over a DM. Give props. Sumo celebrate our big wins, our small wins, and everything in between. We believe it's important to recognize the journey. In the words of the poet laureate Miley Cyrus, it is the climb. Success begets success, and celebrating wins creates momentum. We have a props channel on AppSumo. We do a Sumo Spotlight once a quarter. We give a $1,000 Airbnb or DoorDash gift card. And I encourage people, anytime they say someone did something good, I'm like, shout out that single person in our props channel. And it feels good. Most times at work, people, yes, they want to have good money. Yes, they want to have a nice manager. They want to be acknowledged. I think all of us want to feel validated and acknowledged. So go and acknowledge people. It's some of the cheapest and most high value things you can do in your companies. Oh, I love this one. Maybe I'll have to move this one higher. Lead by example. Protect your time. So lead by example is just one of the most important leadership things in life. And as I'm becoming a parent, I think about this a lot. What is the example I am setting? And protecting your time is one part of it. So if you're really busy and you're late to meetings, what are you saying to your team? If you say, hey team, how do we redo our agenda at the end of a meeting? You can ask for feedback. See what we did there? Hey y'all, what'd you guys think this meeting? Can we redo it? Or how would you guys change it for next time? Get feedback, lead by example, change the meeting, improve it. Now, what do you think the rest of those people are gonna do next time there's a meeting they don't like? They might try to fix it and make it better. So again, I'm just gonna keep repeating it. Lead by example. If I'm in a meeting and I get emotional, I yell at Mitchell, which I did uh, six months ago. What is that saying to Mitchell? That means I'm unstable. It means he doesn't know what he's gonna get. And it means how is he supposed to behave to other people when he doesn't get news that he likes? Exactly. So how you're showing up, how your calendar shows up, how your punctuality shows up, how your attitude shows up. Here's an example from Adnan. He's our VP of product. Instead of asking everyone to create individual scope of work documents or sit in a brainstorm meeting, the product team created a centralized list for all of Q1 department ideas and problems to solve for AppSumo. These ideas range from full-scale projects to individual problem teammates noticed. Product reviewed this list and created a stack rank that combined products across all departments. Now, this is so much better because we used to have people write out full essays and all these fancy Atlassian documents. And now just one spreadsheet solved all that. And that was a great example of Adon taking something, leading it and changing it for the future. So great job on that. Oh, everyone's accessible. We are an open door office. We don't have an office really, but if we did, there wouldn't be doors, except sometimes it's nice to have a private meeting. That includes Slack. So what this really means is I want to hear from you. I remember being at Intel and this VP sat with me and he kicked me out of room. He said, off. And I was like, dude, you suck. And then I remember working at Microsoft messaging Bill Gates. He never replied. I'm like, Billy, oh, Billy. And I was like, I just want to be at a company where everyone can talk to each other. So make it a value that anyone can reach out. And I reply to every single one of the company. I encourage people. And a lot of the times they're shy, if I'm honest, they're shy. So I reach out, hey, what's going on with you? And at our company, we call them skip level meetings. So you reach out to someone one or two levels below that person. And you just reach out and ask them to have a meeting to understand what's going on. Again, encourage people to be able to speak up. The best ideas are not from the top. It's from a lot of different parts of the company and everyone's seeing different parts. So someone in support, someone in operations, someone in sales. So be open and encourage people to be able to speak up to you. Again, think about leading by example. When someone messages you, maybe it's in social media or ideally in your company, 
How are you responding? Are you reinforcing that behavior? Hey, that was a stupid idea. No, we're not going to do it. Or hey, thank you so much for that idea. Ah, let me think about that. Why do you like it? Encourage them to share more about it and then give them an honest answer. Treat them like an adult. It's one of the earliest slides. Treat people like adults. So here's an example from Anna, who's our chief of staff and Shard Johnson, people and culture manager. Your opinion matters. We send out regular pulse check surveys to get a sense of how team members are doing and what they need. We take those comments and suggestions seriously and use that feedback to help align the focus of the people team for the upcoming quarter. Your suggestions and ideas genuinely matter. Own your journey. Now, I love this one. Your career is in your own hands. So a lot of times at HubSumo, our junior salesperson, Sean, is now our head of revenue. Or Alona started as an email marketer, and now she's our COO. Pretty amazing. And so what we were trying to encourage at our company is that you own your career. I think too many times in our professions, we're like, hey, manager, what should I do? What do you want to do? And help own your own journey. Absumo takes a chance on people. And we want people to take a chance on themselves. And we want our customers to take chances to succeed. So how can you own your own journey? And I think that's something we're trying to encourage throughout our entire team. Have fun. Work does not have to suck. Yeah. Everyone is responsible for having fun at work. And if it's sucking, guess what? Remember coming back to some slides, be an adult. This is your company. You can change it. Doesn't mean you can go off and do drugs and drink all day at work. But can you cancel your meetings? Can you change how the meetings work? If you don't like one of the events, speak up respectfully. Remember, we encourage people to farm for dissent. But you can change it. And have fun at work. Work should be enjoyable so people want to be doing it. If they don't, you can fix that. Two things that we're going to be adding in our future handbook at AppSumo. One is no committees, owners only. And this is something that I'm noticing. I'm noticing that a lot of decisions, no one wants to be an owner because they don't want to get blamed if something doesn't work. So they're afraid of failure. And that's what's the actual culture that's happening. That's not a bad thing. That's an opportunity to improve. So I'm going to have a slide said no committees, owners only, and then I'm going to reinforce it. And I'm going to bring up in the leaders meeting, the leaders are going to talk to their team managers in our managers meeting, and I'm going to bring it up in our town hall and our CEO email, and I'm going to keep reinforcing that. And as I see it, I'll just talk to people and say, hey, who's the owner of this? Who's the owner of this? And the more now I hear people saying, who's the owner of this? I know it's working. So that is one of the next ones. And then the last one I'm noticing in our culture handbook is never forget the taco. Never forget the taco. And what's happening is that we're getting lame. And it's not anyone's fault. It's the fault of a death by a thousand cuts. What happens here is that as we've gotten bigger, and we're not even that much big, if you look at sizes of things, we're still a speck on this planet. But as we've gotten more team and more customers and so forth, it's easier to forget the taco. It's easier just to go the bland route. And I want to keep encouraging people not to be weird for weird's sake, but to not forget the taco. And we have taco ratings, not star ratings. Everyone else has stars. And I did this from day one because it was just funny. And as we're doing events, hey, why don't we do a spring break? Maybe we'll have hulas or do crazy shit like that. And that's fun. Coming back to one of the slides. But don't forget the taco. Don't forget who we are. And again, that's the culture handbook. And these are the things as you hire someone in your company and you see, all right, did they fit these things? And you can give them feedback. Hey, you're doing great on these slides or these points, but these ones you can work on. So this is the AppSumo way. This is our culture handbook. I've never released it publicly. I'd love to know what you think. If you want to join the AppSumo team, we're hiring appsumo.com slash careers. And if you have any comments, again, slide in my DMs at Noah Kagan. If you've not bought the book, go to Million Dollar Weekend and grab the book. And if you've not bought something from AppSumo, go over to appsumo.com. Check it out. I think you're going to be surprised. 
That is a wrap. I hope you loved the episode as much as we did making it for you. Check out my brand new book, Million Dollar Weekend. As well, go to appsumo.com and sign up for our newsletter to find the latest and greatest software deals for solopreneurs. And if you have not gotten Million Dollar Weekend and you want to join our private Slack group for people who want to have accountability and support in starting their businesses, grab the book Million Dollar Weekend from milliondollarweekend.com, read the book, leave a review, and shoot me an email, slack at okdork.com, that you did that, and I will get you a private free, it's totally free, there's no sales, invite to our private Slack group. Also, thank you, gusto.com slash Noah. If you are looking for payroll help, again, go give them some love. I really appreciate them sponsoring the show. I definitely recommend them as a product, especially if you need payroll, HR, 1099. Stuff just sucks in general, but thank God there's gusto.com slash Noah to get you hooked up. Go give them some love if that's something you're interested in or you want to change. I know that for absolute.com, I'm like, yes, let's please use Gusto. Next, text a friend you love them. Yo, dog, let's go record a YouTube video together. And before you go, tweet at me or slide in my DMs on Instagram at Noah Kagan. I love hearing from you. Finally, a couple shout outs to the amazing team who make this happen. Special thanks to Jason at podcasttech.com for making these podcasts. Thank you to Jeremy, Cam, Tommy, Sylvie, Jay, and Memo, my man, from the Dork Team for all of the magic you do. Have a tremendous day. What's your favorite musical instrument?